How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this guy back. It is Papa John himself, uh, John Schnatter. How are you, John? Good to see you. Doing well, Joe. How you doing? I'm doing very well. It's just an absolute pleasure to talk to you again. After the first time, I realized there were kindred spirits that we really understand, you know, what business takes in this country. And we learned sort of in the same, I, don't, I, would, I would almost say assembly line uh, uh, coming up. Um, we want to talk about entrepreneurship in America today. We want to talk about business today, big and small. We want to talk about yeah. the economy. But let's start with another thing we have in common. We both, um, at one point, you still have a house there, um, lived in Naples and, and have a place there. And we, they just saw Ian roll through, which was devastating. What do you know about the area and how's your home? Well, my uh, <clears throat> my guest house is completely gutted. Uh, the main house didn't get a lot of damage. I'm not too worried about me. Uh, Joe, because I've got um, I've got the resources and I got the team in place and the right. institutional knowledge. But I, I got to tell you, uh, my roommate, he's been in Naples all his life, some 50 years. He's never seen anything like this. And um, my heart, I mean, the devastation. Um, OK, I lost some property. Um, these people lost their, their home, yeah. uh, their, you know, their, their family belongings. Uh, their their possessions um, they they've lost everything and this is this is catastrophic uh, especially along the coast but we're so blessed um, to have great leadership with Ron DeSantis uh, Rick Scott our senator we got Byron Donaldson who's on the ground yeah. uh, Rick Scott was in my neighborhood this uh, this morning down in Naples he was in the city of Naples with boots on so we we have leaders that have been uh, proactive. Uh, DeSantis was ready. And what I'm seeing out of uh, Floridians and in, in our neck of the woods is in a catastrophe, you can either fall apart or fall together. And people in Naples, are they're showing up, they're falling together. They have the right spirit. They have the right attitude. We have the resources. We have leadership. We will recover, but make uh, no bones about it. This is uh, catastrophic. PapaJohnSchnatter.com. Go to that website right now. He's the founder. He's an entrepreneur. He's a, an incredible business mind, and we want to get into that full throat in a second. But if you don't mind, I've got to ask you about this, because politics and wokeness ended up hurting you. Um, yeah. The politics and the wokeness and the left in this country attacking DeSantis, some of them hoping for the worst out of this hurricane simply because of politics. What, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I think people that are miserable, what's that? Misery loves company. Yeah. Um, you're not going to break DeSantis. I mean, he's he's a principle-centered, um, <clears throat> judicial, good man. Yeah. And he he's just, his integrity, his solid sense of self, uh, he's carved out of marble. And um, to want something bad for another human being just shows you uh, the state and how weak the left's ideology is. The problem the left has is their ideology brings the standard of living, the quality of life for all of us down. 
conservative principles, values, universal truths. If you adhere to them, bring everybody's uh, standard of living and quality of life up. Yes. And that's what Ron DeSantis stands for. Uh, a leader <clears throat> is somebody that uh, spots a, a brush fire uh, before it becomes a forest fire. Uh, Ron DeSantis, Rick Scott, they have that kind of mindset on the ground, uh, boots on. Uh, let's find out what's going on. Let's have a plan to fix it. And we are really blessed to have those guys as leaders. Um, but <clears throat> what's concerning to me, and hopefully this will uh, remedy itself in November, is the American people got exactly what they voted for. They voted for higher gas prices with Joe right. Biden. They voted for uh, a weak border with uh, fentanyl uh, coming across the border and hurting our kids. Uh, they voted uh, for a guy that left $85 billion dollars which we could use down in Florida today, of equipment in Afghanistan. They voted for a guy who defunded the, defunded the police, and now our cities are getting torn apart. And the list goes on and on. I'm hoping that America has woken up to just how bad the woke left ideology is on destroying our standard of living from devaluing the dollar with inflation to cutting off gasoline pipeline and raising the price of gasoline to uh, weak borders, weak international leadership. I hope to God that America has woke up and shows up in November and does the right thing and puts us back on our uh, the path that Trump and his administration had us on. He's an entrepreneur. He is the founder of Papa John's. It's Papa John Schnatter. Go, go to that website, papajohnschnatter.com. You, you know, it's interesting because you've got the experience of being a guy who started from nothing and built an incredible brand, an incredible corporation. John, had you gone through the summer of 2020, where in Minneapolis alone, they burned to the ground 300 businesses, most of them small businesses, most of the minority owned in Minneapolis that were taken down. How would you have survived that? Because the early days, as you know, most companies go out of business in less than a year. Yours, of course, ends up being a, a legacy business that'll be here forever. So how would you have dealt with that? I don't think you dealt with anything specifically like that as you were coming up. And what would you say to a small business owner who doesn't know if he or she should start up again after that? Well, um, nine out of 10 small businesses uh, go out of business. Uh, that's how crazy us entrepreneurs are. Um, you know, to really have empathy for somebody else, you've had to walk a mile in their shoes. Yeah. Um, when you've started a small business and you know how hard it is and you watch these policies and this regulation um, and the attack on small business, which really is the backbone of new jobs in this country, uh, it breaks my heart. It upsets me. Um, I, when somebody's done wrong, that ain't right. And that, that bothers me to my core. It, it, it gets me pretty riled up. And what this administration has done to the middle class, uh, the working class, the people that wake up every day and make this country great, they've hurt, they've hurt my fellow man, my fellow countrymen. And that upsets me tremendously. And, um, enough's enough here. We need to get back into our winning ways of America, entrepreneurship, and free markets, freedom of speech, and get off this crazy wokeism, yeah. uh, this crazy ideology that you don't have to be responsible and you don't have to be accountable. And you attack the other person. That's how you feel good about yourself. I've watched this at Papa John's. We built Papa John's on principles, natural law, win-win uh, relationships. People are priority one always. We always win together. Collaborative alliances. When I left three years ago, they went right away from our principles, right away from our values, right away from our measuring system, right away from taking care of people, right away from our service, our quality. 
in the last six months, Joe, Papa John's has lost $2.5 billion of stockholder wealth. Wow. So conservative values and principles win. Wokeism, left ideologies is a loser. But the shareholders of Papa John's, under this crazy mindset of, you know, uh, you don't have to serve a good product. You don't have to take care of the manager in the store, which you were a manager at Domino's. You know yes. exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, has cost the shareholders $2.5 billion in less than six months. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, if you had to put your finger on it, is it that the product isn't consistent? Is it that they don't care about serving the customer right? Is it that they're more that they're more cognizant of these left woke values than conservative values that most of America still follows? Is it all of that, John? What what two and a half billion dollars in losses? That's crazy. Well, this is real simple. <clears throat> you know what it takes to run a Domino's pizza store because yes. you did it. <clears throat> you ran three of them. Um, can you imagine the person at the top? not having any clue, no institutional knowledge on what it takes for you and any manager at Papa John's or Domino's to do their job. And that's what you got at Papa John's. You have nobody in the C-suite that has any institutional knowledge, any experience with pizza delivery so they don't understand the business. Point that you just made. If you don't measure it, they won't do it. Uh, I'll give you a little bit of a metaphor. Say you're, you've got franchisees or you're training somebody and their ideal weight for success is 150. Um, and you, if you measure it every day, they'll stay at 150. They may go 155, maybe 148, but they're going to stay around 150 because yes. that's the game plan for their health and fitness. Right. They get to 160, 170, 180, then they're going to get themselves in trouble. But the point of that is if you don't measure it with the franchisees and the store operators, they will not do it. And Papa John's, the first thing they did when I left was took out our measuring system. So they have no clue on what kind of product they're serving, no clue on what kind of service they're getting. They'll say, well, the POS will give us a service. No, because you can manipulate the POS system yes. and you play that game. You know what the manager of the store is going to do. He's going to manipulate the system because it's make his bonus. And so um, it's going to be a long road ahead. They announced uh, their earnings on their quarterly call, I think the 4th of November. You're going to see bad news. And as you know, running a, a Domino's pizza store, the key is momentum. When you got go momentum in the pizza delivery business, you got to capture that, you got to embrace it, and you got to keep that going. Yes. Once you lose that, you know you're doing, sitting on a twenty-two thousand dollar week store, and all of a sudden that thing slips to eighteen and sixty. It's hard to get that back. So we have a CEO of Papa John's, Rob Lentz, that has no experience, no institutional knowledge, that has lost the momentum. Papa John's has a huge black cloud underneath them. They're in a death spiral. Not only does he not know how to hold on to it, he sure as heck not going to know how to get it back. Many uh, bad days coming ahead for stockholders at Papa John's. Hey, has he ever made a pizza, John? He could make. I don't think he's make a, made a pizza. I don't like UK. We'll pick on the UK. It's the largest international market or Got right it. up in there. It's in deep trouble. International last quarter was minus 8% comps. I bet you over half, 50, 60% of the stores in United Kingdom are, are not making money. I mean, it, that's in a death spiral in itself. 
And he's not, I don't think he's been over there one time. Well, I mean, so, well, I asked the question for an obvious reason. You and I can go make pizzas today. We can go and make them. We've made them. I was so uh, thrilled by but the quality of the pie. And I, I, you're the same kind of guy. I know that you did this. I would wait with the pizza peel to watch how beautiful my pizza was that I just made. That's yeah. how into it I was. I loved making sure that, that pizza looked great. Because I knew that when they opened a box, I want them to say, holy crap, i got to buy more from this guy. Look at how good he did that. And there were bosses above me that did the job that I did. And bosses above them that did their job if you don't have a hands-on the hands-on experience in making the product that you're the ceo of i don't know that you can do it very well you can't do it very well think about how many times you went in at three o'clock for a 4 30 opening and got out of that restaurant at three o'clock in the morning absolutely tired exhausted you know you got to count the money get it you never forget that you that will ingrain you um, for the rest of your life on what it takes to make a pizza delivery, a Domino's or a Papa John's successful. He does not have that institutional knowledge. He doesn't have um, the learning from the burning that you and I got by doing it every day. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I had the I had the scars on my on my forearm, John, as I was pulling the pizzas out of the oven. It's John. It's John Schnatter, PapaJohnSchnatter.com. Go to his website. And a lot of this is a metaphor for what people out there are watching and listening or hoping to do with their own lives. It doesn't have to be pizza, but whatever it is that you're doing, have a passion for it and try to keep government out of it. And that's what you mean by we're not following the conservative values of you know less regulation, less government oversight, and having people who really care about the businesses and let us flourish. Under Trump, he did that for every regulation they added. They got rid of two regulations, as you know. He lowered taxes for every single American that pays taxes, and that was a boon for people who were running corporations because they were giving bonuses out to their workers, and everybody was in a happier place. So can you today, the day that we speak here in 2022, can somebody start a business today and be successful, do you think, in this climate? Well, um, people ask me a lot, what's the light at the end of the tunnel? And yeah. my answer is the 330 million uh, souls in America that were raised by the greatest generation of all time. Yes. Uh, our parents, our grandparents taught us right from wrong. They taught us to get up and get a job. They taught us to be accountable. Uh, they taught us that, you know, if we want to do things in life, we have to save, we have to work hard to get ahead. We were raised that way. That That is still in America's fabric. And so I go back to, I always go back to Jimmy V. Um, never give up. Yes. Never give up, and I'll never give up on America, and I'll never give up on Americans, and I'll never give up on, on our, the 330 million souls that are going to embrace that we got a problem, we're in trouble, but we as Americans, like the folks in Florida with this uh, hurricane, we can come together, we can fall together, and we can turn a bad situation into a good situation, but never lose hope. But my God, the things that this administration's doing to hurt the entrepreneur— hurt the small business owner, and hurt the middle class is really irritates me. It's just wrong. Well, I can tell. And I've seen you do other interviews where, where you are you are riled up about this, and I'm glad because you are an American success story. And I want people to look to you and say, hey, John, how did you do it? Because you're not just going to do it out of thin air. There's a process that's got to be in place, and you've got to have the passion for whatever it is that you're doing. PapaJohnSchnatter.com. Go to his website. I know that you've got some commentary on, on the loan forgiveness, the school loan forgiveness. I think it's a bad precedent because why shouldn't I just be forgiven for my mortgage or my car payment? Uh, I don't think that it's setting us up for success. To me, it's setting us up for failure. Is that where you are on this, or is there another angle when it comes to business? There's no loan forgiveness. It's just a transfer from uh, folks going to college 
that are going to be doctors and lawyers and, you know, uh, white collar to the people that are actually, you know, plumbers and, and, uh, you know, engineers and folks that, um, you know, uh, carpenters. I so mean, we're paying you're, for it. Oh yeah. All you're doing is transferring it from people that really should not be getting the benefit to people that deserve uh, the benefit. And therein lies the problem with the left's ideology. They want to reward the people that don't work on the backs of the people that do work. And back to our previous conversation, the middle class is what differentiates America from the rest of the world. You have to have a strong middle class. And that talk starts with entrepreneurship. I mean, we started Papa John's with $1,600 and ended up with 120,000 jobs worldwide. That's I'm entrepreneurship. sorry. I had no idea. John, you started with 1600 bucks, really? In the back of daddy's bar. So we, wow. we've been broke. I've been, by the way, I've been broke. Uh, I don't like, and I don't like that. I don't like when you know you can't pay the bills. So we've been broke. I never want to go back to being broke. But um, when when you when you continually hurt the people that make the country great and reward the people that are politically saying what you want to say, that is a recipe to wipe out the middle class. Then we have a two tiered society. We have the rich, and then we have the poor. Then we, we're just like everybody else in the world. And then we're going to have, you know, we're going to have tyranny. We're going to have a revolt. That's why we have to get that middle class back on their feet, start looking out for their best interests and rebuild the entrepreneur spirit that has made this country great. Every, every business started out with one person or two, you know what I mean? Ford, um, uh, Microsoft, Papa John's, Colonel. I mean, what? And, and, you know, you, those folks think differently. They're, they have independent critical judgment. They think they can do something faster, better, higher quality, more innovative. You don't want to paint a methodology, an ideology in where people are not promoted to think out of the box. If you know the left's ideology, if you don't think exactly the way I do, then we're gonna, you know, we're gonna attack you. That you don't want to think the way other people think. Right. You know, you want to have that independent critical judgment. And you want to have what I call collaborative confrontation. Disney called it uh, constructive discontent. You want to actually have disagreements. You just want it done in a collaborative way. And you can't have disagreements if you're not allowed to think differently. And that's entrepreneurship. And when the dust settles, uh, hopefully you're going to be a wild success. And you certainly have been and continue to be. It's PapaJohnSchnatter.com. It's John Schnatter. John, listen, man, I could talk to you for three hours. I love this, uh, that, that you're out there empowering people, that they can succeed like you did. And you don't succeed through government handing you something and government saying, don't worry, I'll take care of it. You succeed because you have those dust-ups. And out of that, hopefully you're going to end up employing 125,000 people, which is what you did. Thanks, man. I really appreciate you coming back on. Thanks, Joe. Have a great day. All right, brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pegg Show. Don't have much time. Let's do some pop culture. Whoop. I'll pull what's happening, dude. So Trevor Noah announced last night on his show that he was going to be done with uh, The Daily Show or whatever that show is called that he's on. It is. Yeah. So he's yeah, going to be I'm, I'm, the show. I'm fine with that. I got to be honest with you. I was surprised that he got the show to begin with. So I'm okay. Trevor, you take care. That's Polo. That's Sam. That's Carrie. I'm Joe. We'll see you on Monday. Take care. This is the Joe Pegg Show.